Hello, and welcome to the Keep It Local Maine podcast, where we interview local business owners and Maine residents to learn more about what they do, who and what inspires them, and how they use experiences to steer them into the future. My name is Kimberly Regalinski. And I'm Todd Regalinski. And we are the publishers of Keep It Local Maine, a local magazine that helps showcase local businesses to the people in and around their communities. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast that you can subscribe to on Podbeam, Apple Podcast and Spotify. You can learn more about us at keepitlocalmain.com and you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram through the links in our show notes. In this episode, we are super excited to be talking with Patrick and Amber from Marin Skincare. Patrick and Amber are recent UMaine biomedical engineering grads that co-founded Marin Skincare. Marin creates gentle and effective skincare products for people with eczema, psoriasis, and dry skin using a glycoprotein found in lobster as the key ingredient. While in grad school, they teamed up with lobster scientists to discover this glycoprotein, which they formulated in a skincare product and used to calm Amber's eczema flare-ups. After discovering this, they founded Marin to bring this relief to people like Amber that suffer from any type of dry, aggravated skin issue. After over a year of developing their first product with professional skincare laboratories, partnering with Luke's Lobster to find a sustainable way to source the protein, and navigating the challenges of manufacturing during COVID, they just launched their first product this month, which if you're listening to this sometime in the future is October 2020, called their Soothing Hydration Cream. The product helps calm dry, aggravated skin for face, hands, and body. Welcome to the show, yes, Patrick and Amber. Welcome. Super excited. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes. I'm just excited I managed to get glycoprotein out like twice there, and I think I might have even yeah. pronounced it right. I'm so glad you said that. You did a, say that you did a great job. Fantastic. You should be a brand ambassador. <laughs> I, I read I read that introduction. I read the bio, and I was like, okay, I'm going to read this so that Kim doesn't have to read it. I, I you, know I, you know you know, I'd have butchered that. We just talked about <laughs> it in your bio, but can you explain more about the, the project that led to starting your own skincare company? This is awesome. Yeah, so... It really started when, when, again, when we were in grad school, we were working with lobster industry scientists just to find different applications for lobster processing byproducts. So, you know, lobsters are used for seafood, but um, do, you, do we use the rest of the animal? It just mm -hmm. usually all the rest of the stuff either ends up in a landfill or goes down the drain. So they were interested in from the sustainability aspect. And we were interested from the, the biomedical perspective of, can we help people, you know, achieve a better quality of life, specifically in the field of, of biotech, which could, could have been a lot of things. And so mm -hmm. what we ended up doing was focusing on this protein that there was a lot of literature about, but not too, too much actual things brought into the world based on it. So this mm -hmm. protein that um, we were working on, the glycoprotein that Todd did a great job pronouncing, is um, <laughs> it, it's the reason that the lobster has these incredible abilities to fight off disease, heal wounds. Um, they can literally pop off their own limbs and regenerate them. And when mm -hmm. you think about that, like, oh, my God, something can pop off a part of its body and grow it back. That's that's incredible. Mm. And so we were we were trying to think of um, different ways we could use it to, to help humans. And it turns out that the way that this protein helps protect the tissue of lobster ends up from a skincare perspective, helps protect the barrier of the skin as well as keeping it hydrated. And if we could protect the barrier of the skin while keeping it hydrated, we can address so many skin conditions 
like mm. eczema, like dry skin, like psoriasis, all these things that happen when your skin gets a little angry, a little damaged, a little dry. And so as it happens at the time, Amber had just in, these in, this incredibly bad um, eczema. Yeah. So for most of my adult life, I battled with eczema. I had it um, mostly on my upper body, but concentrated mm-hmm. on my face, which is really debilitating. And mm-hmm. going through years of suffering with this, I had tried everything from all of the bland drugstore creams to steroids, which you have to be really careful about using, especially mm-hmm. on your face and around your eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, So when your eczema gets that severe, you kind of get to a point where you're desperate to try anything. So we decided after doing this research to try it on my face. And within days, I started seeing a difference in my skin. And about two weeks after using it every day, my eczema flares were completely gone, which is incredible. It was uh, certainly a bit of a process to go from, hey, we, we, we discovered the concept of this. Let's try it. And then me over here. Uh, being like, hey, Amber, let's let's put this new lobster protein on your skin. You have sensitive skin, right? Yes. You have sensitive skin. It would be great to put on your skin, right? So what we did is from kind of the scientist perspective is we tested it on our skin first to make sure it was safe and non-irritating. Then mm-hmm. we made our own product out of it. And then Amber started to apply it. Um, yeah. And it, it after nothing worked, it was incredible. And it actually changed my quality of life, as you can imagine. So wow. going yeah. through this process, um, eventually after finishing, uh, after going through grad school, we decided to dedicate our careers to commercializing this and bringing this kind of relief to other people because we really wanted to do something that mattered and change people's quality of life. So we decided to bring Marin into the world. That's so cool. I just love that you guys found this purpose in just, you know, mm-hmm. your own experience, Amber, just going through that. This is such a, it's just, it's, it's, it's got to be rewarding getting to mm-hmm. this point and realizing like, wow, we did it. We're here. Mm-hmm. You know, you've, you guys have launched it. That's, that's really exciting. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank and, you. And now that, what were we going to say, Amber? I was just going to say, it's an issue that's very close to heart because it's a mm. personal problem that we solved and getting, um, getting testimonials and feedback mm-hmm. from people that it's helping them too. people with psoriasis and eczema who've had it for just as long as I haven't seen the before and afters. I've even gotten handwritten letters from people talking about how they can go through the checkout line or go through the line at Duncan and they don't have to hide their hands and sleeves mm-hmm. anymore. It like makes me That's tear awesome. up. It's incredible to be able to help people like that. That's awesome. Can people yeah. use it that just have traditionally dry skin too? Is it, I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, just someone that has really dry skin, especially in the winter. You know how we're in Maine. Obviously, people mm-hmm. are going to have dry skin, but you can just use it for that, I, I would assume. Yeah, so we spent a lot of time uh, developing our formula so that not only was it really effective with our key ingredient, but we perfected everything else about it. So it's formulated with minimal ingredients, so it's safe for sensitive skin. But we really put the time into making the texture and the base of the cream a really great formula. So even if you don't have severe eczema, it's excellent at hydrating your skin and Mm -hmm. uh, protecting that barrier to keep the hydration in. And what's funny is that now we spent... We're, we, we're a little bit uh, anal when it came to the texture. Sorry if we can't say that. but um, <laughs> Oh, it's, it's podcasting. It's like the Wild West. It's <laughs> okay. And so, so we spent months and months and months focusing on the formula and the texture. And we arrived at something that does help with flare-ups and eczema, but it also helps dry skin, like you just mentioned. And it serves as a better moisturizer than all of Amber's products from Sephora and Ulta. Yeah. And now we have 
people that don't, you know, you might not have eczema, you might have a mystery red dry patch that comes up, which is super, super common. And people are just emailing us saying, I spent $300 on this crazy serum from Uzbekistan. And, <laughs> you know, we we switched to, to the wow. cream, we tried it, and it's so much better, I think, because we had we had such a big focus on quality of product. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Mm. That's awesome. Well, I think it's it's always, you know, everyone is looking or in business so often those great ideas come from you you just see something that's missing. You know, mm -hmm. just like uh, with with artists and stuff, like oh, I want to see this, or and in mm -hmm. business, it turns out to you know, oh, here's something that is is very important to me that I would like to see, you know, in the place around me, or, or here's something I would like to solve a problem that I see that I would like to solve that affects me personally, and you know, you, it, it makes total sense that you would put so much time and effort yeah. into that because when it's mm -hmm. personal you want to make sure it's done well and it's done correctly mm -hmm, yeah. and, and it works for people. And I think that's awesome that yeah. you, you guys did put in that much effort. One, one thing that we were, were reminded of more now is people are telling us how much they like just the texture is that when Amber had eczema, she would always say, man, I wish I didn't have to use these bland drugstore creams that don't feel good at all. I wish I could use mm -hmm. The Drunk Elephant, the First Aid Beauty, all the things from Sephora that are a little bit more expensive, a little bit higher quality, just feel better and make skincare more of an experience. And you mm -hmm. feel like you're nourishing and treating yourself rather than just taking a shower and this just like bland <laughs> lotion. And, um, yeah. you know, so so that's that's a big part that we kind of forgot about until we really developed a good product was people are looking for a good experience and a good experience is everything from the nice branded packaging, from the way the packaging feels, from the feel of the product going on, from how well the product works, from the company like following up with you and asking how it works, to the company having a nice brand so you feel like you're treating yourself to a good product. We were super thoughtful about all of those yeah, things. Yeah, rather That's than great. just like using things out of necessity, we really wanted it to feel like people were taking care of themselves. So mm, we, we put great. in that extra effort and thought. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is the key is you giving people that experience. Yeah. I guess the question for me and just in a, in a weird sort of way, like how do you, where does this glycoprotein come from? Like where, I mean, what uh -huh. part of the, is it a specific part of the lobster or is it like the entire lobster or, or what is it? Yeah. So it's found in the circulatory fluid. Um, so it goes around in the lobster's body and, um, just transports oxygen everywhere and makes sure the, the internal tissue in the lobster is healthy. So we have found a way in our partnership with Luke's Lobster to go in and essentially milk the lobster, which is really funny. <laughs> We're milking lobsters. I've spent hundreds of hours. I've spent hundreds and hundreds of hours this summer milking lobsters in preparation for our launch. So yeah, we were able to get it out in a way that um, is ethical and actually doesn't harm the lobster. Uh, Luke's supplies seafood to Whole Foods. So he has to maintain the highest of standards. So we had to make sure that it wouldn't harm the lobsters. They wouldn't, they wouldn't feel it. And actually, when you take this fluid out of them, they regenerate it because they're just incredible oh, yeah. organisms. So um, it, doesn't, it doesn't harm them. It, we take it out. We do a little bit of chemistry on our end to isolate the protein. And then we take that, which is basically just like a raw material, and then we formulate it into the skincare products. Wow, that's, that's crazy. Cool. Did either of you have any business experience or background before starting Marin Skincare? I would say we, maybe not business, but we had some startup experience, which is a funny mm -hmm. thing to say. So 
pre-revenue startup, very different from a business. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we we founded a uh, medical education tech startup together mm-hmm. that was... Um, um, it was, was based a, off our senior uh, bioengineering capstone project. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as we were... Amber and I have been a team since the first year of undergrad in biomedical engineering together. We went through undergrad together. We did all the projects, all the labs, all the research stuff together. And then when we were finishing undergrad in 2017, we founded this this company based off of the project. Like Ann said, um, we started to build it up. We went out and you know we wrote the grants. We did the pitch competitions. We raised the funding. We we worked with software developers to build the product. We built up the value proposition. We went out to the customers, see if they wanted to buy it. Mm-hmm. So we went through that entire process together, which was a very great learning experience. You know, startup accelerators, awesome. all of those things. And so mm-hmm. I think we developed our, our our way we would think about building a company that actually had a really you know, uh, impactful set of value propositions for the customer. Um, mm-hmm. And then I was uh, also involved in another um, biomechanics uh, sports performance tech startup called Kinotech, which is also mm-hmm. growing here in Portland. And uh, just through those experiences, I th- just think we we learned how to learn and and we learned what we needed to do to get the company to a point where it would be just about ready to launch. And now mm-hmm. this is the wild west for us now, <laughs> where this is the first time operating a real business. Um, but it's been it's really awesome. exciting because we've been at the quote unquote startup thing for for years now trying to bring mm-hmm. things into the world. And um, mm-hmm. we essentially shut down all these other opportunities we were pursuing so that we could do what we're doing now, mm-hmm. you know, justice. And we could do yeah. uh, the audience that we're serving um, the best service by focusing yeah. on this. So we shut all these other opportunities down that we were working on. They were fantastic learning experiences. And now yeah. we're um, now we're building more. That's awesome. So funny. You know, it, we've been married a long time, 16 years. And as you're speaking, I'm thinking mm. in my head, I look over at Todd and I'm thinking in my head, wicked smart. He yeah. mouths it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wicked. Wicked smart. They're wicked smart. <laughs> you're, you're dealing with two people for whom math and science is not their strong suit. And, no. and, you're, and you're talking about all this stuff. And I'm like, when I graduated college, what was I doing? Yeah. Not that. Not well, that it's, at it's, all. It's, uh, it's funny. And I didn't mean to interrupt you, Todd, but it's funny how it's okay. um, little we've actually relied on our education. So part of, part of the big reason that we started pursuing this, um, it, this, this really helped Anne. But in, in grad school, we were working on other projects. So this was a moonlight type thing for us. So we, we were working with the lobster scientists, but really pursuing it from a business perspective, it was just in the middle mm-hmm. of the night. Mm-hmm. And so in the middle of grad school, and mm-hmm. we had this really pivotal experience where my, my dad passed away from stage four cancer um, on Christmas morning in the middle of oh. our grad school experience. Oh, and we wow. took uh, about a month off of grad school, both of us just to mm-hmm. think about life and think about what we wanted mm-hmm. to do. And mm-hmm. that was really the driving mechanism for looking at everything we've been doing and saying, you know what, what, what is it actually to go out and, and do things in the world and live life? It's, you know, how can we, how can we do something that is the most fulfilling for us, but is purposeful and improves people's quality of life? Cause we just had this really emotionally trying experience where we really saw what it looked like to be there for somebody and help mm-hmm. them improve their quality of life. And so that, that was, um, that, so anyway, that was our, our experience with academia was actually that 
academia didn't prepare us for what we're doing now. Our own pursuit of extracurricular things and getting involved and figuring out how to learn, starting the other tech startup, listening to podcasts and and personal development and all those things prepared us for this. Mm -hmm. Um, Our education, I think it only just taught us how to learn, to be honest with you. Which is important. Still important. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll often say that that is, that is probably one of the, one of the things that I took out of college is, is the, I developed a love of learning and I learned how to learn, mm-hmm. which is funny to say when you, when you think, you know, you go through 12 years of school before you get, to, before you <laughs> even get to college. And it was, and it was only like the last year or so I was in college where I'm like, oh, this is how you do this. And all of a sudden everything got really easy. And I'm like, I've been such a schlub before this, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it That's felt good relatable. because I, then it like after that, I've, I've just, I've had this love of learning afterwards and you know, I, I like to learn new things and I kind of feel similarly that that is the, the big takeaway that, wow, now I, I like to learn and I know how to learn. So mm-hmm. I, I, so cool. I, I do not think you're alone in that. Yeah, that's no, cool. and it's an expensive lesson too. Huh? <laughs> well, that is that is true as well. I those student loans are, you know, diamonds forever. I don't know, student loans a close second. Um, diamonds forever. <laughs> so, what would you say that uh, you know some of the biggest challenges that you guys have had uh, in business now that you're you've you've kind of been going through this whole process? Oh boy. Well, one big one, of course, is uh, COVID. So when we finished our final round of formulation, that was right about the time that things were really ramping up. So Mm -hmm. we were just getting started as everything was kind of falling apart. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. It was really stressful and uncertain. And we had issues with our supply chain. So our lead times were just like growing exponentially right in front of our eyes. And we ended up having to add an extra four months of unaccounted time Mm -hmm. onto our launch timeline. And uh, we were Mm -hmm. supposed to have our our first product finished earlier this year. And just Mm -hmm. with everything that happened, we had to switch manufacturers and make all of these pivots to account for that. So that's been a huge Mm -hmm. challenge for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'd say two more Two more things which we thought about ahead of time so we could give you guys some thoughtful answers. I think the one one thing was that the business can only grow to the extent of the capabilities of the leadership team. So as founders, this means regular personal development. And if not, if you're trying to run the show, you know, the show can the show can only grow into what you can conceive it to be and what you can actually wield it and you're as you're wielding the reins are like the, the things you're you're pulling in your business and doing um it can only do what you can do so um whether that's marketing learning how to you know deploy ads make ad creatives write write good copy social media you know sales or just learning how to work on the business rather than in the business mm-hmm. business can only do as as founders what you're capable of doing so that was a big not a challenge. It's, it's the constant challenge. It's part of the journey. And that mm-hmm, yeah. I think the realization of that was important. And I also yeah. think that an interesting kind of note that you guys can probably relate to as founders and partners, um, mm-hmm. we found that when we play to our inherent natures, we're able to produce results better, uh, much better than any other kind of way we would have um, conducted ourselves within our business. So what I mean by that is, I am naturally more extroverted. I'm, I'm, 
you know, whether or not you believe in astrological science, I couldn't care less, but <laughs> they seem to apply here. So I'm the Leo who goes out and I like to lead and I like to connect with new people and get new things started. I also make a big mess. And so Amber's <laughs> Virgo, you know, nature is, is very clean, very organized, very systematic, and also very creative. And she understands the industry we're in way better than I will ever understand. So when we started to find okay, I see where I see where Patrick is shining. I see where Amber is shining. We realize like there is a reason that Tom Brady is not a linebacker. While he might look mm-hmm. pretty being there and that, you know, it, an outside ego can construe a cool image or a cool story about how that would look. That's not mm-hmm. necessarily what's best for us or the business. So mm-hmm. uh, we, we've really seen our roles evolve and fit within our natures. And when we play to that, we produce just incredible mm-hmm. results, um, which is very contrary to what people would think, you know, so it makes total sense. Yeah. 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 We, we, I think that makes total sense. I mean, I know we can relate. It's about finding your lane and really staying in your lane. And like you said, just there's certain things that Todd does he, that I can't do. There's certain things I do that he can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just using those abilities and, and gifts and to, you know, to the best that you can. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, definitely can, I think we, we can relate to that for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Well that, that in, uh, you know, when you say running the show, there's also the, there's also the danger that the show starts running you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You gotta be careful of that. So let me ask you this. I want to ask, ask both of you this, um, Patrick, how, how would you define success? How do you define success, whether it's in business or in life? Yeah, I had to think about that for a second because I haven't thought about success in years because mm-hmm. I don't uh, I don't think we look at it like a um, like a destination anymore or a threshold. Like we're not sitting on our Shopify site looking at like oh, Bing, okay, we're now successful, like fantastic, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, rather, I think um, what we found is that you know, wouldn't you want to feel quote unquote successful or alive or however you want to put it throughout every step of the journey? And so knowing that this is a journey, this isn't a path that leads to a destination. There is no destination. The destination is the path. So mm-hmm. um, I think when we think about being successful, it's knowing that, you know, your, your highest self and whether or not you reach that in your deepest meditation or out in nature, that, that, true, that true you knows mm-hmm. where you want to go. It knows the path mm-hmm. and it knows the next step to take. So I think success is walking that path and continuing to take the steps, no matter how much resistance you face mm. in pursuit of mm-hmm. doing something that, you know, you know, this is the path for you. And then when mm-hmm. you're doing that feeling truly alive, um, that's I awesome. think that's, um, that's a great way for us to define success. Yeah. And my, awesome. I guess my answer is pretty similar. I feel like in, in the same mindset, I find that I feel most successful when I'm excited when I'm so excited about what I'm doing that I mm. don't want to sleep and I want to keep working on what we're working mm-hmm. on and then wake up in the morning before your alarm clock goes off. And there've been mm-hmm. weeks when we're working on this in the business and I'm sleep deprived, but I'm so happy and excited yeah. about what we're doing that that is like real success because like Patrick said, you're, you're happy and fulfilled the entire journey. Yeah. It's not getting to a That's specific awesome. destination. Yeah. Right. I don't, I don't, That's, I think what were you going to say, Kim? No, I just think that's awesome. It's not, you know, when I when I hear you guys talk, it's it's that creative process too. It sounds like it's like that creative piece. It sounds like it fuels you guys. You guys get to create this awesome thing, 
and how how that mm-hmm. must just be so fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, feeling alive and feeling energized is a regular conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't think any m- amount of monopoly money would make us truly <laughs> happy at the end of the day. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now the the big question is uh, we've we found out what success is and we now learned about milking lobsters, which is something <laughs> quite honestly I, I have never thought of, and now I'm going to be thinking about it for quite a while. That's, yeah, what, what else can I go around and milk? Definitely don't gonna, think that in a very publicly condensed no. like a lot of people in one area. Uh, keep keep that as an internal thought too. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't work that out. Um, who or what inspires you? Patrick. Or oh, either. So, or either. Are you breaking in on my <laughs> question? Sorry. Yeah. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I'll start. My answer sounds really cheesy, but I truly do mean it. Patrick inspires me so much. And that's mm-hmm. because we are so different. And mm-hmm. so many of his strengths play on my strengths. And we have um, really complementing skill sets. So it's a, mm-hmm. a, he's the yin to my yang. And I feel like I just admire him so much for the things that he's good at that don't come natural to me. Um, that's just really inspiring to me. That's you inspire awesome. me too, Am. Inspire me too. I mean, and I think that's kind of an interesting like metaphor there too to find the inspiration and the fire within yourself rather than looking to it externally. You know, there's no there's no deeper source of energy and validation than than yourself and your in your community and your family. So I would mm-hmm. I would literally say as well that that Amber inspires me. You know, it's incredible to see we've almost been together for seven years now. Your your partner shine in ways that even through this seven year process, I've never seen, seen her shine in these ways before. And it's beautiful, you know, because awesome. it, it, going back to the journey, it is, it is walking that path. And it's a, mm-hmm. uh, it's a cool thing to see another person come alive and another person shine. And, and then that contributes to the collective thing that you're doing together it is very mm-hmm. inspiring. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's but also great. I'd say like the, the testimonials and like I mentioned earlier. You mean I'm not your sole source of inspiration? (laughs) You're like 80%. The other 20% comes from the, the letters and the the notes that Mm. we get from people that we've changed their lives because like eczema is really debilitating and it's so much more Mm. than just a rash on your skin. It can be really Mm -hmm. isolating, especially in times like this. So hearing how much we help people, even just in simple ways, like not having to hide your hands going through the, the Duncan checkout, like you, you wouldn't be able to imagine how much those things affect your life and the way you feel about yourself. So that really fuels me to just know that we're helping people. Yeah. That's gotta be for sure. Yeah. 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 So we always like to bring it back home. (laughs) And so, you know, for, for both of you to maybe to answer this question, you know, what are some of your favorite things about Maine or what, what is it that you love about Maine? Besides milking lobsters. Yes. Yeah, man, that's been a big hobby lately though. The endless say. supply of lobsters is pretty great about it. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, I, I really like, I really like the harmony between the nature and the, in the community, you know, mm. so, we're, so we're over in South Portland and we can drive two minutes down the road and be at this beautiful beach. Uh, we can drive 15 minutes and go for a nice hike on a beautiful mountain, mm-hmm. you know, and we can do all these things and blend in the the place we live into the, the way that we work. And it's, it's really a beautiful thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, as we, we moved down here at the beginning of COVID in, in February. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we've done a lot of spending time outside, 
learning to surf, learning to do all these things. We're certainly going to do a lot of skiing in the winter, um, mm -hmm. you know, and, and balance that with the, the biz business we're building and kind of, I think, finding that balance, especially when you're an entrepreneur and a founder between, you know, health and nutrition and going out and exploring the world and, and living life in, in that aspect of mm -hmm. exploration and adventure and also being able to build the business in a place where you're able to do those things and be very happy yeah. is important. So mm -hmm. I, we love That's nature awesome. and we love the people too. Yeah, the people here are so friendly and like, I feel like because everyone is so friendly and happy for the most part, the environment here just feels so much more collaborative than mm -hmm. we've found in other places. And that is mm -hmm. like really comforting. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's one thing that we hear a lot when we do these is just a community. Just there is, there is that great community here in Maine. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I agree. For sure. Well, Patrick and Amber, thank you so much for yes. joining us and for great. being with us on the podcast. Now, where will people be able to, to get your products? So you can find it on our site, marinskincare.com. M-A-R-I-N, skincare. Yeah, and our Instagram page is Marin Skincare US, and we're also on Facebook under Marin Skincare. So any of those places, we're regularly putting out um, content and sharing updates about what we're doing. Yeah, lots. Lot, I mean, lots of new things coming for us as well. New products coming out. What we're really trying to get at is intentionally create products. So not create every product we possibly can because all these other skincare and beauty companies mm -hmm. have intentionally create products that fit into people's lives that make sense mm -hmm. there's a reason why we need them so mm -hmm. we've right. been super thoughtful about the next things we're going to come out with and really trying to get you know just as many eyeballs on what we're doing as possible because the skincare industry is littered with the same old things just with different labels on them and we've discovered mm -hmm. a completely new ingredient it's very main it's very naturally <laughs> active so it's a lot of things that, mm -hmm. that people would want so um, awesome. Yeah, we're excited about the future. Yeah, congratulations again. And we'll Thank be sure you. to Thank link you. all of those in a, you'll be able to click on those in the show notes. So be sure to uh, visit all of those. Be sure to follow them on social media. Uh, once again, thank you so very much. And, and we wish you all the best success yes. because this, this sounds like a, a great, a great thing for people and, and a great reason to do it. Yeah, absolutely. thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much again. for having us. <laughs>